Hello, hello. This is the Aesthetic Vibes podcast and I am your host, Amy. This podcast is based around relevant and completely irrelevant topics. Sometimes the deep and meaningful and other times pretty meaningless topics. There are way too many negative vibes in the universe. So let's hang out together and spread aesthetic vibes. Welcome to today's episode. Today, we are moving from our usual programming of some of those serious and deep topics to something a little different. Today, we're going to discuss parallel universes. I have seen this. It's a bit of a trend at the moment on TikTok. So I was interested. I wanted to learn more. And then I wanted to challenge my thinking and see if... I truly believe in parallel universes. Okay, let's go. Whether you've heard about this topic before or not, it is an interesting perspective. So let me break it down. Based on my research, a parallel universe is also known as a parallel dimension, an alternate universe, an alternate reality, and it is a hypothetical self-contained plane of existence that exists with one's own. So the sum of all potential parallel universes that constitute reality is often called the multiverse. Our universe is incredibly big, hundreds of billions, if not trillions of galaxies spinning through space, containing billions or trillions of stars, some researchers studying the models of the universe speculate that the universe's diameter could be 7 billion light years across. Others think it could be infinite. There are scientific theories that support the idea of parallel universes beyond our own. So the theory goes back, I don't know, about 13.7 billion years ago. (laughs) According to the Big Bang Theory, it was this burst of action inflating faster than the speed of light in all directions for a tiny fraction of a second. Once 32 seconds had passed, the universe had exploded outward to 10 to 26 times its original size in the process called cosmic inflation. And that's all before the actual expansion of matter that we usually think of as the Big Bang itself, which is a consequence of all of this inflation. So as inflation slowed, a flood of matter and radiation appeared, creating the classic Big Bang fireball which began to form the atoms, molecules, stars and galaxies that populate the vastness of space that surrounds us. So due to this process, some people think that multiple universes are possible. This leads to the belief that there could be an infinite number of such universes called parallel universes, meaning there are other versions of who we are existing in different states of time in the past and future. 
So the idea of the parallel universe dates back to about 1954, um, where a chap by the name of Hugh Everett III, a Princeton University student, developed this bold idea that the parallel universes are exactly like and related to our own universe. And these exist. These parallel universes branch off from ours and our universe branches off from others. I, uh, okay, so <laughs> let me start with, that's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. So let's wrap your head around. I, re- I read that and I thought to myself, what? <laughs> Surely there's a simpler understanding of a parallel universe. Um, and I, I stumbled across one. Uh, there was a website that I found called MPR, and it really broke down the complexities of parallel universes and it basically stated it like this think of the universe like a deck of cards if you shuffle that deck there are so many orderings that can happen if you shuffle that deck enough times the orders will have to repeat so same with an infinite universe and only a finite number of complexions of matter so what we're saying is to some extent the way in which matter arranges itself will have to repeat at some stage, right? The thinking comes from the idea that there has to be more than what we see or experience, along with the fact that the universe is so big, how can we adequately comprehend it all? In addition, how do we know that we are the only things to exist? Parallel universes are hinged on the what-if premise, In physics, the term multiverse is used to describe parallel universes. The universe is one and it just starts repeating itself indefinitely when all combinations of matter run out. If there was a shortcut like an Einstein-Rosen bridge or a wormhole that existed locally, it could send us to a point where we could be able to interact. It is a possibility, however, that these different parts of the universe may have different laws of physics and may prevent survival for a second, let alone interaction. Okay, so there's a crazy amount of unknowns, right? How do we know whether any of this theory is true or not? We as a society believe in a lot of things. So is it so far-fetched that there could be parallel universes or that there are so many of them with slight differences in versions that, that physically actually exist? So in these parallel universes, we have these different versions of ourselves that are so similar, yet are so different as well. The idea is, should we have taken one different path or made a different decision, we could be in a completely different reality. There is an entire side to TikTok dedicated to parallel universes where people have claimed, and and I'm not just saying like one or two, thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people have found themselves in these weird realities that are slightly different to the reality they they were in beforehand. There are people who have found themselves in different realities with slight differences to the ones that they were in before. So I've watched quite a few TikToks. There is an entire side. Uh, Parallel Universe TikTok is wild. (laughs) Absolutely wild. Lots and lots of stories. I, when there's a topic that's kind of a bit of a weird one, like let's think about, you know, my my theory on ghosts, right? I don't know if they're real or not. I'm waiting for evidence. (laughs) So what I did today was prepare some evidence. I'm going to tell you 
a couple of stories where people believe they have switched universes. And then I'm going to let you decide. Um, and I'm going to tell you where I land. <laughs> okay, so let's kick off with the first story. Our first story is from 1954 in Tokyo. A routine European inbound plane dropped off its passengers. A Caucasian man stepped up to show his passport on the way through customs and told officials this was just a normal business trip for him. This is probably one of three for this year for him going to Japan. The man spoke French, Japanese and some other languages. So the man was asked, show us your passport and uh, state your country of origin. And he stated he was from Torrid, T-A-U-R-E-D, Torrid. He said that Torrid is on the border between France and Spain. The officials told him that Torrid, they've never heard of it before. Torrid doesn't exist. Then he presented them with a passport issued by the country of Torrid, and it showed visa stamps corroborating his previous business travels to Japan and other countries. So they decided to call the company he was traveling to meet, um, and they'd never heard of him or his company before. That was the very first time on that phone call they'd ever heard of that company. They then decided to call the hotel where he'd reserved a room and they had no reservation for such a person. The bank listed on his checkbook appeared not to exist. The man originally just thought this was uh, an, an elaborate prank and he was laughing about how detailed and ha how involved everybody was in it. You know, it's not funny. All right, let's get over it. Okay, cool. I've got to get on my next flight. <laughs> Off I go. But the custom officials actually ended up pulling out a world map and they pointed to the tiny country of Andorra and they said, look, uh, if, this is, if this is where you think Torrid is, it's actually not. It's Andorra. And uh, the man became really irate, and he was saying that no, this is this is Torrid. This is this is where Torrid should be. Why is it not on your map? His proud country had existed for a thousand years, but he was still in shock. The mystery man was then detained by customs, and he was given a room at a nearby hotel for the night. Um, the officials. Customs officials tried to figure out what on earth was going on. The following morning, the man had actually disappeared from his hotel room that was being actively guarded by immigration officials the entire night. All of his personal documentation, too, had vanished. The thing that kind of gets me for this one is, this is back in 1954. This is a huge amount of effort to go to. If you are going to pull a prank... Um, let's just think about it. The internet pretty much didn't exist. <laughs> you're you're going to have to have some pretty good resources at hand to pull this off. So I don't know what the real story is. There is no resolution to this. Is this some sort of elaborate prank? I don't know. Uh, but it's kind of creepy. What if he had switched to a universe where Torrid just didn't exist and that's this universe? Oh my God, I don't know. Okay. I'm hearing you're not convinced. This could be a prank. Okay, let's skip to the second story. On 
On the 16th of July, 2008, a woman posted a comment in an online forum asking for help. The 41-year-old Spanish woman claimed to have woken up in a parallel universe, a world not unlike the one she'd left before going to sleep. However, there were small inconsistencies in various aspects of her life. This made her feel and think that maybe she was in an alternate reality. So what were these weird little differences? So firstly, she woke in the morning to find the bed sheets on her bed were a slightly different color than the ones she remembered being on them. She was confused at the fact that they were a completely different set. So not being able to come up with a rational explanation, she decided to get ready to head to work. Mind you, she'd had this job for 20 years. So she got to work, she walked inside the office, and she noticed that there were some strange people she hadn't met before. Uh, This didn't really raise any red flags. Um, She kind of just thought not much of it and kept walking towards her office, only to discover there was a different name tag on her office door. It wasn't her name, it was someone else's. So she initially thought, okay, maybe I've gotten off on the wrong floor of the building. So she retraced her steps, but a quick look revealed she was on the right floor. She was in the right place. She'd gone to the right office. Her name had been replaced. So her next thought was, had she gotten fired? And no one told her that she was fired. She then took out her laptop and she connected to the company's wireless network where she found she was still on the roster. However, she was under a completely different manager in a totally different department. She immediately checked her credit cards, driver's license and work ID. They all reflected the right information as far as she knew. Same name, same picture, same number, same home address. Not knowing what to think, she called in sick for the day to work out what was going on. The inconsistencies that morning made her think something was wrong medically with her. So she went to the doctor's office and they ran a stack of different tests and didn't find anything. She goes home and checks all of the paperwork she has at home and they're showing that it's her and the right information. The woman had uh, left her boyfriend of seven years recently and started dating a man who lived down the street from her. So she called the new boyfriend's number and someone else picked up. Um, She asked for him and they said, well, no, no one by that name lives here. She soon then learned that in this reality, she'd never broken up with her ex-boyfriend. So then her next thought process was, had I had... Have I had a nervous breakdown and hallucinated everything? Her own family thought that she was absolutely insane when she asked about her younger sister's shoulder operation. They looked at her with complete confusion and they said she's never had recent surgery on her shoulder. As far as the family knew, there'd been no surgeries done to any member of the family. So days, weeks and months passed as the woman began to discover small but unnerving differences in her life. Even the clothing in her drawers and closets she didn't remember buying. A blog post that she made weeks ago she had no recollection of. There were emails and chats no longer archived on her computer. As the months passed and no answers could be found, the woman became convinced that she'd simply gone to bed one night and awoke in a parallel universe in a world where her life had been altered by small decisions of her past okay so story one creeped me out story two's got me sitting on the fence story three oh god it shook me to my core <laughs> i'll explain why <laughs>
in 2009, a man was in Livermore, California, driving home from Turlock with his dog. He decided to take the scenic route home because he hadn't taken that way in a while. So he claims that he was driving um, and then the pup with him, his dog, started making some weird noises. So he said, oh, okay, well, she might have to go to the bathroom. So he pulled over, let her out, and she ended up sprinting after a rabbit. He followed her, um, but he trips and falls and knocks his head and becomes unconscious at some point. He confirms multiple times in his story that he was not under the influence of drugs or alcohol of any description. So then what happens? So old mate's knocked out. His name's James, by the way. So he is knocked out. He comes to and he's allegedly sitting in a room with all these tools um, and other random miscellaneous items and this look, this weird-looking machine thing. Um, and there's a man in the room by the name of Jonas. Jonas claims to have found James's unconscious body just outside his house. James was a little bit unsure because he said he was running into trees and dirt and he'd fallen there and there were no houses around. So first and foremost, that didn't match up. Anyway, so while James was recovering from the bump on the head, um, they just got to general chatting and the man, Jonas, was saying a lot of really unusual things that didn't really resonate with James and he started questioning what the hell's going on here because what he's talking about in his reality is very different to mine. Anyway, he, he continues having the conversation. He's, he's still got a, you know, a sore head and he's you know trying to become uh, properly coherent. They end up speaking about pop culture. Jonas starts talking about the Beatles and how they were touring. James James says, but they're not. <laughs> and they um, they broke up. Some time ago, John Lennon was shot, passed away. Jonas was like, no, no, they absolutely do. And then he goes and gets out some cassette tapes and says, oh, like this is their latest album called Everyday Chemistry and shows him this tape, um, like an old school tape. James is like, what the hell? Everyday Chemistry never existed in his dimension. There is no such album. And he he's saying, you know, not only is there no album, but they're no longer together. That you know, John Lennon passed away, he got shot. Anyway, so he ends up putting the music on and James is sitting there going, Holy shit, this is the Beatles. So James then says, Look, can I have a copy of the tape? And then apparently Jonas was like, No, you you can't. You can't take anything back with you. And he was like, what are you talking about? And he said, well, you're obviously not from this universe. You can never take something from a different universe back with you um, because it becomes a safety issue. They're talking for another hour or so. The doorbell rings. Uh, Jonas goes to answer the door. James takes this chance to steal the tape. He goes, <laughs> he steals the tape and then he kind of moves things around so it doesn't look like the tape's missing, uh, leaves it at that. Then anyway, Jonas ends up feeding him dinner and eventually he leaves and he gets told, oh, you've got to step through this particular machine, that machine that I mentioned back in the beginning. I don't know what it looked like. It all sounds sketchy as fuck to me, right? So does as he's told, right? He steps through this machine. He gives this really long explanation on his website around... Um, it felt like I was walking through water, but I was dry, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, because that's the other thing. There's a whole website, okay? <laughs> Steps through this machine. Anyway, he opens his eyes and he's at his truck, grabs his dog, tosses it in the car, drives off. So he's got a website called thebeatlesneverbrokeup.com. <laughs> the entire tape, like the album, is actually on there. Okay. <laughs> Did I listen to it? 
absolutely, absolutely. Let me also point out a couple of things. The tape in question is not an original. It is a recorded version. So people that are old like me, not that old, but people people that are older will know that a lot of the times we used to record things via tape. So we would often put, so there were two, um, like in a boombox, there were two components, one for the tape that you are playing off and the second one for the one you're recording off and you would play and record at the same time. So it was very common for there to be lots of bootleg versions of tapes. So this particular tape is not an original with album art. It is literally a sketchy ass tape that has the song songs actually written on the front of it and the name of the CD written on the um the back of it, like the um the backbone of it if you like, right? As I mentioned, yes, I listened to the tape. Let me add some extra context here. I am a very very big Beatles fan. So much so. <laughs> They're an area of specialty for me. Let me explain what I mean. (laughs) I actually studied, so music was one of my majors and I played the piano. I actually studied music as part of my HSC. What I specialized in was being able to dissect and analyze music itself, i.e. the different instruments that are playing. Um, I used to also be able to completely pull something apart and hear all of the different lines that have been added to it. So the individual guitar followed by the keyboard, like I could, I can hear each individual line perfectly. And I analyzed the Beatles and the, the different layers and dimensions within their music. I also analyzed the evolution from, you know, the very beginning, early days, all the way through to some of their older music. So I've always had Beatles everything around me so area of specialty um, I can pick them (laughs) I can pick them anywhere and I can tell you exactly the instruments that are playing in great detail (laughs) yes of course I listen it's a damn good it's a good mix right however (laughs) however (laughs) what I did note was there were lots of lines used from previous songs the very first song on the tape I listened to it and it sounded remarkably like um, it came directly from Sgt Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band so I was listening to it and I was like that piece of the music's from Sgt's that piece of the music's from Lucy in the Sky like I could pick it out perfectly the piece by piece of the song I was also able to kind of hear there were a couple of other songs where I was there going oh my god that's Abbey Road that's the White Album like it was it was just bits and pieces that just they they didn't ring original if this is like a remixed tape uh it's pretty good it's it's actually very very good um i was not able to hear any kind of errors or um mistakes if you like it sounded perfectly architectured but like i said there's lots of lines in there from previous songs the beatles didn't generally reuse their shit. What I mean by that is a lot of their lyrics were original. Their sound was always the same. If you go back to their very early music, their early music, the sounds behind it, the drums are the same, the guitar's the same. They've just got slightly different chords that they're playing. So there were a lot of lyric similarities that I would not expect in their music. Is it likely that this is original Beatles music? Probably not. Um, Is it a good remix? Yes. Is it a good story? 
great. Yeah, it's got holes in it. I don't know about this fucking machine. I'm reading this story myself going, what the hell is this random machine that he had to step through? <laughs> so but this guy's adamant. There's a full website. You can go listen to the music and go look at the website. He tells like a far more detailed version. But anyway. That is three of many. There are so many more. I think I think with this particular theory, a lot of people are getting caught up and maybe seeing things that are a little bit over the top. And what I mean by that is I was watching, I was on the parallel universe side of TikTok and I noticed that there were a couple of creators who specialize in this and it feels like they're kind of grasping at straws with some of this stuff. There was one, a girl went on like a five minute rampage about how all of the doors in her apartment building are one color and then she noticed one of them had changed colors and therefore it must be a portal to a different parallel universe. Like for me, no, there's a logical explanation there. However, our first story with the dude from Torrid (laughs) didn't exist. Very elaborate. If that's a prank, very elaborate. Uh, The one with our woman whose entire life changed. I don't think I could think of anything more scary than literally going to sleep and waking up and your ex is next to you. (laughs) Or like you are, you're in a completely different job like what the hell same company different job (laughs) so random you work so hard for something you wake up and you're like fuck i'm back there doing that shit i didn't want to do um so you know that one i don't know it feels like you could kind of pick it apart and this third one with the beatles look i don't know it's pretty freaking awesome if it's true it's even more awesome so anyway check it out have a look on tiktok i you know i say to myself can I rationalize this stuff away? Are we grabbing at straws? Is this real? Are our imaginations running away with us? Are people telling the truth? Because we all like to think people tell the truth, but we know that that isn't accurate. So have you ever experienced something similar? I personally haven't. I haven't noticed anything, but like I've pointed out multiple times before, my attention to detail with my own life is shit. So I wouldn't expect me to notice these type of things, but it is quite common. And if you I look back at the science that I actually ran through, it makes sense that we would see these parallel universes. So I'm on the fence, right? I'm leaving this saying, you know what? I'd like to believe it's real. I'd like to believe there's something bigger than us and and what we are and and who we are and here on earth, but I don't know. As with every episode, we end on a lighter note. And today we're going to discuss some of the most bizarre superstitions. I'm sure we've all heard of things like not walking under a ladder or not putting brand new shoes on your kitchen bench, touching wood when we say something we don't want to happen or not opening an umbrella inside. But let me give you a couple of really weird ones that exist. First is you are not supposed to toast with water whoops german people believe it will bring you bad luck if you toast with water in a glass so next time you go to toast with water think twice grab a champagne and toast with wine or something else instead in russia you should never shake hands 
or kiss across a threshold. I don't know whose hand I'm going to be shaking. I don't generally shake hands unless I'm in the office. But apparently if you do either of these things, you will become enemies with the individual that you have either kissed or shaken hands with. I've heard of this one before, but in Turkey, itchy hands can have repercussions on you. So an itchy left palm means that you'll be paying money out or losing money while an itchy right hand means money is going to be coming in. I have heard that before. I always forget which is which though. But yeah, I don't know how an itchy hand (laughs) can dictate uh, your source of income or not. I get itchy feet, so I really wonder what that means. (laughs) Uh, So the next one is breaking a mirror means bad luck. There was a fiction writer, Madeline, who explains that a broken mirror is common in cultures throughout the world, with Russians believing that the mirror will release evil spirits into the home. And the last person who looked in the mirror before it was broken will be the first to die. (laughs) Um, or suffer some sort of misfortune. However, the time period of seven years of bad luck seems to have come from the Romans. The Romans believed the body takes seven years to renew. And similar to that, palm readers in China believe that your destiny is renewed every seven years. So others claim that the use of the number seven comes from Christianity with a link to the seven days of God's creation. So don't break a mirror. Um, I remember being told within my first one year of being alive (laughs) I broke two over my own head I don't know if you guys remember those um old school mirrors where you used to be able to press down the bottom and it would flick them around like you could actually turn them around so apparently I did twice and smashed two over my own head so 14 years of bad luck straight up (laughs) lucky baby me (laughs) in Mexico mirrors facing each other can open the doors to the devil I read this and I was like, fuck, I have had mirrors facing each other in my beauty room for years. Maybe that's why my house feels haunted. (laughs) Okay, it's not something to joke about because I'm sitting in here by myself and it's dark and I don't like it. So moving on. The last is fear of the number 13. So this is common in all cultures, but I think Western cultures take this to a whole new level. So a lot of uh, hotels, buildings, whatever, will actually skip the number 13 to avoid kind of freaking anyone out. This is very odd. Where did it come from? So a number of cultures look upon the number 13 um, to have that superstition. And there's a discomfort with the number that dates back to the Middle Ages. Some experts maintain that It's because 13 was the number of people present at Jesus' Last Supper. Um, And the same thing goes for Friday 13th being an unlucky number. I was actually thinking about my last place of employment and um, they didn't have a floor 13. (laughs) They skipped it. It went 11, 12, 14. (laughs) And that was like a huge, huge building. And there are other buildings in the city that are the exact same. There, There are no 13s, which is bizarre, right? It's just a number. Surely it's just a fucking number. So weird. Anyway, those are some weird superstitions. Well, that's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed today's episode on parallel universes. The Beatles story had me for a few minutes, right? I was sitting there and I was like, 
holy shit, if this is real, as I was listening to the music, I really, really started examining the songs um, and I just don't feel like it's plausible. But the, the first one about the guy with Torrid, the country Torrid, like it sounds legit. It's so bizarre. Um, so, look, I don't know. I think it's a super interesting topic. I think it's something interesting to talk about. Um, I'd be super interested if you guys have had any experience with it or maybe you've heard a story or maybe it's happened to you. I would love to hear that. I'm on the fence. It's one of these weird topics. You'll probably hear me with a few of these weird ones say I'm on the fence. It's because I'm looking for real hard evidence. Um, so I'm going to go back on TikTok. I'm going to go back onto the creepy parallel universe side of TikTok. <laughs> and I'm going to see if I can get my evidence together and I will report back. Anyway, join me next week when I tackle the topic of gaslighting. How can you identify if it's happening to you and how to overcome it? And why the bloody hell is everybody talking about gaslighting at the moment? It is a trend word. Let's break it down. Let's get the real understanding of the word out there and educate ourselves. In the meantime, let's hang out on social media. Hit me up at Aesthetic Vibes Pod. Drop me an email at Aesthetic Vibes Podcast at Outlook.com unless you're those bloody scammers who keep emailing me. Um, my junk box is full of random people from random countries telling me that they need to transfer $5 million into my name. And so all I need is your bank account details. <laughs> Leave me alone, those people. Otherwise, you can visit my website, aestheticvibespodcast.com. So until next time, bye. Bye.